Do you wanna play a game? Do you like scary movies? Do you wanna eat some brains? Is your chainsaw arm groovy? How bloodthirsty could a talking plant be? Eat your liver with some fava beans and a nice candy. Come play with us forever, cause down here we all float. I never drink wine, so you're gonna need a bigger boat. Or a throat to choke, whether you're in the prim or dairy. Got red rum where your blood from, put your dead son in a cemetery. It's him or carry, be very afraid. You'll be our number one fan and get carried away. All working, no play, you know it always means you're in trouble, son. I came to chew gum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubble gum. What if Quint killed Jaws' his father? What if the Bob's body was marijuana? What if the leprechaun got a job as a bank guard? What if the Wolfman had a cowbell instead of Every Nars? scary movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters Had canon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning It's time to take our heads and shoot them out of a cannon 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 Welcome to Head Cannon. Tonight we have a very special guest, a friend of ours, Brent and I both know. We met you at Comedy Sports Indianapolis back when we were performing That's there. Uh, Mr. Sean Jones, how are you doing this evening? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? Good. 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 Doing good. well. Awesome. Awesome. You know, I love you guys, so. No, so, love you it's too. An honor, so. yeah, <laughs> no, it's good to have you. What was the the episode we did last time? Was uh, people was under the, the, stairs? the people under the stairs? Mm -hmm. Yeah, people under the stairs. Yeah, yeah. That was a good. That yeah. was man. That was I hadn't. I don't think I had seen that one before. That's a great one. And yeah, and that was Wes Craven, right? He directed that. Yeah, Wes Craven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wrote and directed it, that one. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And my guy Brandon, uh, Brandon, uh, Quentin Adams. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, talented child actor. Uh, fucking Ving Rhames is, is in that movie. Ving Rhames is in it. Yeah, Ving Rhames is in it. Uh, there's a guy. Um, he's he always plays like the older black man in a movie. His name is Bill. Uh, Bill. Uh, Bill Cox. No, Bill Cobb. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 His name is Bill Cobb, and he's in like if you need an older black man who's not Morgan Freeman, he's usually in. <laughs> he usually plays him. He's the guy in um uh uh in New Jack City who uh spoiler alert who kills Nino Brown at the end. <laughs> okay, I think it would be funny if there was a guy who like hates his name because it's Bill Cobbs Cobbsy. <laughs> it's like too close to Bill Cosby. I know. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Like back in the eighties. Oh man, we get Bill Cosby. And then just like, <laughs> people love him in restaurants and stuff. Like, oh, Bill Cosby. Yeah. yeah. Bill Cosby. Oh. <laughs> Are you getting? Like, all right. This, you said. Like, yeah. This guy's in. I think he's in Airbud. So this guy's in Airbud. He's cool. <laughs> Yeah, you start a new job. You go and you're like, yeah, my, my name's Jeffrey Dahmer. And they're like... Yeah. <laughs> I know. There's a guy who um, we went to high school with, and his name is actually Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. No. okay. Yeah, and so literally, like, he, he ended up changing his name, like, after high school to his middle name. So his name is Ronald Jackson. Because okay. he was just like, I just can't go through my life as that. Yeah. Well, it's like that guy with that character in Office Space. His name was Michael Bolton, right? That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why should I change? He's the one that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Man, why, yeah 
And everybody just keep asking him, like, hey, hey, do you know Michael Bolton? <laughs> <laughs> you know, not even, like, are you related? Do you know him? Because do you music? know him? And then they just, like, you know what? I love his music. Just like, I, I'm not that big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of ties into a little bit the movie we're talking about, about there being so many Sarah Connors in Los Angeles. And the fact that... Yeah. Well, and there were only there were only three in the phone book. I'm like, there's got to... Because... There must have been a lot of people not right because there's got to be what in the U.S. There's what three hundred million some people in the U.S. now, maybe a little bit less in the '80s, but there had to be like a few, a couple thousand Sarah Connors in the U.S. Probably a handful yeah. in L.A. Right? So you're right. There's probably yeah. There's probably a lot more. <laughs> there was only three in three in like just L.A. It's like nah. Right. Like Sarah Connors. Are- pretty common name yeah so i meant there's gotta be people more unlisted sarah connors you know unlisted right <laughs> but but no we appreciate you jumping in uh sean we oh, yeah, of course because we the last episode uh we released and we recorded not too long ago was the first terminator movie um mm. so we wanted to do terminator one terminator two kind of doing back to back because i love these movies these are a couple of my favorite movies oh yeah you know yeah, yeah. um like if you don't count Terminator 3 on, there are two amazing films. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah there are two amazing films. I think I just watched the original the other day, and um, not the other day, like last week, and it was, I was like, man, this movie is really good. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's so but good. Yeah, I haven't seen Terminator 2 in a while, but like, it's just in my memory of, like, it's just sewn in there because <laughs> I love that movie so much. Yeah. When I, and I'll try, I'll try, I try not to repeat myself too much with things we said last episode, but it, there's always a correlation between the Terminator movies and the alien movies in my mind. Cause I, 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 and they're all some of my favorite movies, but they're all, I mean, obviously James Cameron is involved in both franchises. Um, and, but, but also like in both franchises, the first more movie is more of a straight up horror movie, like sci-fi horror, yeah. right? There's this yeah. like, unstoppable thing uh chasing you down and then and then the second one turns a pivots away from horror a little bit maybe not even pivots away from horror but it's more of an action movie right yeah so yeah so did did Ridley scott directed the first alien he, movie right? yeah he did the first one yeah yeah he did the first, are you guys still okay. there yes can you hear us airman brent sorry Glitched up a little bit on my end. It's my bad. Okay, nice. <laughs> we can still see your beautiful face. Yeah. <laughs> you had new glasses last week. Are those are those new <laughs> new glasses or are those glasses you've had? Or the ones you're wearing? They're all new. Um, okay. I, I, I get them like, I put them on my insurance, my insurance debit card. Okay. And I go to like those cheap glasses places. I got a pair, like the pair I, I wore last time I got to my house for, for only 10 bucks. Nice. Oh, nice. And these, I think, were like 15. They glow in the dark. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Just yeah, in time for Halloween. Yeah. yeah. My, my glasses, I got last year. And as soon as I put them on, I didn't realize how blind I was. Oh. And, <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know what? It's been a year. Let me go get some new glasses and stuff. And then I was like, all right, I went to, uh, went to the eye doctor. They're like, yeah, you know, you still use your glasses. So I was like, yeah, can I get some more? And they were like, well, it's going to be 150. I'm like, you know what? Let me just keep these glasses I have on. <laughs> it's a racket, man. 
man. It's a total racket. You you really should just go, go to like go to Zenny or I go to like this um PNG website mm-hmm. and I mean they got amazing deals and it's like legit. You just go to your optometrist, they'll print you out your prescription and then you just enter it in the fields as you create like a, a an account. Huh. Ooh, okay. All right. I'm serious. I'm like I said, I got like a pretty cool pair of glasses that I wore last time for only ten bucks. Okay, cool. I'm I'm definitely gonna do that. And they uh, don't they don't feel like cheap or anything. Like they're legit. Like what you get at at Lens Crafters or whatever. Okay, cool. Cause yeah, I want to I want to switch it up because uh, I'm blind as a bat now. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're ready, ask like message me on Facebook and I'll, I'll like. I'll send you links to the place. Link. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. or you'll, or you'll forget, and then this episode will come out in a couple months, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, the fucking glasses." Oh, right. <laughs> well, Sean, this is your reminder, dude. Yeah, That's Sean, right, right. Sean of the future, get <laughs> get some glasses. It's okay, Sean. I've sent someone already to, to test your mind into the future before you even listen to this episode. Before you even listen. We we sent you from the future back to make your own glasses. <laughs> make your own glasses. <laughs> I cannot self optometry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. When he I says did... that. Like, why did John Connor include that in his programming? That he cannot self. He can't kill himself. Oh, dude, I was. You know, yeah, I, what is that about? I had that. I had that written down. I and I was like. <laughs> Cause he was like, I cannot self terminate. So, in, so then I, I, this isn't my head cannon, but I was like, are there so, were there so many terminators who were like getting depressed or were they, were they like, my life is so pointless. All I do is terminate that they were just like fucking <laughs> terminating themselves. And <laughs> it, it sucks so bad because it's so hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just you open up, you like go into the gr- a garage, and there's a Terminator sitting in there with a car running. You're like, "What are you doing, dude?" He's like, "It's not working. <laughs> I don't <laughs> breathe air." <laughs> he's just like, like oh, he's I like, went, I yeah, try. He's just like, I jumped into a river. Terminator asphyxiation. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's the thing. Like, he's also like fully, you know, fully like as a man. So he has private parts. Yeah. So could yeah. he like Yeah, just like, yeah, they never really explained it, like that's, you know, that's true. Did there was, something else work or there was actually a, d- a deleted scene where uh the co- what's the company that Miles Dyson works for? Uh, Cyberdyne. Cy- Cyberdyne, yeah. Yes, yeah, they, they found a CPU, the Terminator's arm, and then just his dong was left. That's all they, they had to build from, so. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a little... Ri- when they plugged it in, like a red light came out of the hole. <laughs> <laughs> and like put right at the scientist's forehead. <laughs> it was aiming for something. Right. I can't... <laughs> 
<laughs> like Miles, look out! Miles, <laughs> <laughs> uh, had to shoot somewhere. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, I just like to think that Miles brought it home. Right. <laughs> to his to his wife, he was like he was, some work at home. he was like he was like no, you know what we're gonna we're gonna you know what we're gonna try tonight, honey. Like, he pulls out the Cyberdyne briefcase. <laughs> he just pumps it out. He just gets it out there. His wife was just like, "What the hell are you working on?" <laughs> the future, honey. <laughs> the future. The future. <laughs> This is our future. Right. He's like, it it doesn't feel pity. It doesn't feel pain or remorse. (laughs) It absolutely will not stop until you've had an orgasm. (laughs) His wife questioned it like after after Sarah Connor and John and the Terminator comes in and then she's just like, you got to just like, okay, I got to, I got to destroy everything. She's just like, even the dick. Like, (laughs) she's like, well, maybe I I wrote something down that I think applies at this point. Okay. So like, okay. So let me see what you can think. Um, so, so, so John Connor, he sends, he sends in the first movie, he sends Reese, Mm -hmm. his dad to Sarah. Right. Yeah. So that he can actually be born in the second movie. He does send the Terminator back to protect. And do you think Sarah Connor was ever like? So he sent the Terminator back to protect me. Am I supposed to fuck it? <laughs> right. Is that part of the thing? Is that part of how this works? <laughs> this isn't no John from the future yet. Like, right. That- <laughs> right. Right. Is that what it is? Look, this is this is how time travel works. We can send the Guardian back to protect you. But you you gotta fuck it. <laughs> you gotta fuck it. That's okay. Look, it's just how time travel it's here works. To protect you. <laughs> obviously, obviously, my dad is gone. <laughs> right. Obviously, my father is gone. That's right. So it's like, yeah, yeah, just like, hey, I just want my mom to be happy. Right. <laughs> he wanted his own father figure. Yeah. So oh, that's just- true. Created one, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. When, at, yeah. One, at one point, Siri even says he's like the perfect father figure, right? About oh, yeah. the Terminator. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of, so we're talking about 1991's Terminator 2 Judgment Day. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. <laughs> which, which version did you guys watch? Because I, I have a DVD or a Blu-ray, I forget. And it's, and I always forget, it's, I, I've seen the theatrical cut, but I have the special edition with the, like the director's cut. And so it's hard for me to remember what scenes are in the theatrical cut and what's only in the special edition because it all kind of blurs together yeah. for me now. So, which version did you guys watch? Or do you I know? I don't watched know. it. Um, the first time I actually watched it, I went to the movies with my dad. So nice. I went to the movies with my dad. So my dad and my uncles used to have this rule where we can they could take us to a rated R action film. But it has to be action, so they never took us to a horror film. Right. And as long as like the bad good guy wins, so we saw a ton of Steven Seagal movies, ton yeah. of John Claude Van Damme movies, and Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, mm-hmm. even though they were rated R. He was just like it's a you know it's a fun action movie, you know, take that. Yeah. So we actually went to see that movie, and then I went to go see Terminator Two, and apparently. When the movie came out, there they added an extra scene to the movie, like even back in the nineties, mm-hmm. where it was just like if you go see the first week, 
you can go see this. And it's the scene where um, John, um, where they, you know, they're checking, like, uh, you know, they're, she's uh, doing his wounds. Yeah. Like doing, yeah, doing Terminator's wounds. So he goes, hey, um, I have a chip in here that basically, um, you know, for not killing and stuff. And he was like, oh, let's see. And they open up his head and they say it. And then he was like, if you take it out, I'll be decommissioned. So she takes it out and he's just there. And then John was like, hey, hello, hello. And she's about to go smash the chip. Right. And he was like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And then he was just like, we have to destroy this thing now. And then she puts it back in there. And then he basically just goes like, was everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, I- Did you guys talk about me while I was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what like, was everything okay? But yeah, and, and I remember seeing that as a kid. And then it turned out that that's not in the original Film. theatrical release yeah, yeah and it's and part of that scene too is when they take the cpu out part of what they do when they switch it is he's able to like learn he's able to like overcome his programming and start learning like a human um yeah and that that's in the special edition that i have did you did you get that scene brent where they take the chip out of his head no i don't i don't think i've ever seen that scene yeah any version and this what i saw was different than what i remember okay that was in there. <laughs> yeah yeah, I love how there are so many, and also the, in the special edition, she has a dream, a flashback, and Michael Bean's in it. Kyle Reese comes to her in a dream, and they have a little oh, scene together. Yeah. I, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah. So I do. Yeah, there's I, a, there's another one where it's an alternate ending where she's old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. If you haven't seen that, Brent, yeah, there's, there's kind of, like, and it's kind of a nice since none of the subsequent Terminator movies have been great. It's kind of a nice ending to Terminator One and Terminator Two is that alternate yeah. ending where she's like an old grandma and she talks about John Connor. He's a senator now and he's like swinging his daughter on a swing and the, the years like. Okay, I think the one I saw did have that in there then. Oh really? Okay. I think it did because I remember. Okay, because I remember. He think, yeah, she said senator or some politician thing. Yeah. yeah. See, okay, yeah, there I, are so many different versions. It's, it's, you know, well, but well, Sean, uh, right after we watched this, we watched Corey and I watched it separately, mm-hmm. and we uh, prepared for it. I, I, I was like, Corey, can I ask you something? Like early, you know, before we chat about it on the yeah. show, and I was like, Fuck I'm just no. Curious. <laughs> That's right. I was like, oh. Well, I noticed while re- rewatching it like last week that there's a scene where the T1000 is flying in the helicopter. Oh, that's right. And he, the T-1000 is like shooting guns with both hands, and there's an arm coming out of his abdomen flying the helicopter. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, and Brent, Brent and I, I just noticed it for the first time on this rewatch, too. Yeah, so Brent and I mm-hmm. both noticed it, and I've never noticed it before. Uh, wow. I, I, yeah. I, I was watching that, it on a yeah. laptop. Maybe, that, maybe that's the difference. Like, on a laptop, I'm, like, closer and... Yeah, well, I don't know. I watched, I watched it on my TV in my living room, but... Okay. But I but I, I watched it with my daughter, my my middle child, Bella, and I, I told her I was like I was like, wait a minute, his seat I was like, how many fucking arms did he just have in that scene? I was like, <laughs> right. <laughs> but Man, I gotta watch that back. I don't remember that. Yeah. But it made more sense. I was like, Oh well yeah, maybe when he's fighting the actual ter- Terminator, he should have had like more arms. More like more arms, yeah. Arms. Yeah. But yeah. I guess that was probably like CGI, like so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a really like the like that movie was like the movie where all that started happening. Yeah. Like, well, I, I think it was the most expensive movie up till that point. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like brand new, like a brand new technology that they were using. I don't even. 
Yeah. I, I just remember it was like, it was advertised like that. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and I think, like and, and James Cameron had just come off of making The Abyss, where, do you guys remember that scene in The Abyss where, like, the there's like a water oh, yeah. face mm-hmm. that, so I almost feel like that was a trial run. Because, oh, yep. I read, I read somewhere, and I didn't know this before we just did these movies this, you know, this month. Um, I guess they had the idea for a liquid Terminator back in Terminator One, and they they were like, they were like no we don't have the technology like we can't we can't do that right, right. so but I guess that yeah that's not an idea they they came up with for Terminator Two that was an idea they had had you know mm-hmm. um, yeah I saw that um, James Cameron um, like he got a different writer for this movie oh really and then. It was the, the original writer and a different writer, and they wrote it, and he was just like, it's just not as good, it's not as good. So he fired that writer, and then he just was like, I'm just going to write it with the original original writer of the first movie. And yeah. so he ended up writing it himself with, with that guy. Really? Yeah, because he was just like, he was not happy with like the sequel, because he was like, I'm just going to direct it. And that's it. And then he was just like, nah, I can't. Right. He's like, fuck it. I'll do it myself. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, and one thing, so to talk about the very beginning of this movie, I like how when they, when the Terminators come, you know, come back from the future, uh, how it kind of mirrors the beginning of the first one, right? There's a lot of electricity and like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger lands and, and and I read a lot about how when this movie came out, the advertising and the and the trailers kind of ruined it. That Arnold Schwarzenegger was the hero, and yes. and and the uh, and a fun thing I did because I just wa- I as we were doing it for this podcast, I watched Terminator One and Terminator Two with my daughter, and I didn't say anything. So she went from the first movie and into this one, and she was like, "Oh shit, that's the Terminator." And then Robert Patrick, his skinny little ass, is like comes back and so he kind of seems like a kyle reese type he's not quite as like kyle reese is obviously a human right he's in pain he's like and and there's something off about robert patrick but if you go into it thinking okay schwarzenegger is the terminator who's this other dude so it totally like my daughter was totally taken by surprise when in that that scene where schwarzenegger has john he like opens the door and john's right there in the hallway and he's like get down and he and Bell, and my daughter was like what the she was like what is happening <laughs> like, <laughs> That's awesome. yeah she's like wait is he the good guy and i was like oh yeah <laughs> yeah because like i remember like um because i think i only saw because i was really young like the first one probably like right before mm-hmm. and then seeing the commercials I just remember like my dad going like, Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna see Arnold kick ass in this and then so I wasn't even thinking about that being, you know, him being the bag of him being the villain in the movie. So yeah. 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 But like I remember they was just like Arnold Schwarzenegger's here to save John Connor. <laughs> yeah, because I, I feel like I've always known that Schwarzenegger was the the protagonist of I don't mm-hmm. you know because the first one came out the year I was born so I don't I, yeah. I don't know which one I saw first I might I think I probably saw the second one before Same. I ever saw the first one yeah yeah you like know. I either I saw the second one before I saw the first one before the second one like probably like a week before or I saw it after like I can't even like put in my headspace but I re- I have more memory of T two than T one yeah. Yeah. You, oh, I've got a memory to share that I think I, I may have shared as like a side, 
story like on a way back in the day podcast but like when that movie came out on vhs my parents let me rent it and i was driving home from the video store and my friends were in their yard i rolled down the window i cranked it down i i hung out the window with the, the, the with the vhs and was like i got it i'm gonna go watch this right now <laughs> and all the other kids were like oh man he's the luckiest but the best weekend right ever. i got my book yeah. it, i got my book at personal pan <laughs> i got my book at personal pan i got my diet squirt <laughs> i had like neon green like sunglasses <laughs> right put your ninja turtle shirt on and <laughs> Yeah, but but man, I I remember see I, like I was pretty young when I watched this movie and uh yeah. I was being blown away. And I mean it still obviously holds up. It's so, you know, both I mean the first one and the second one they're just so well written like it just they just they're perfect from beginning to end, you know? They just yeah. do, does exactly yeah. what they want to do. Did you guys talk about on the on the last episode uh for the first one who was originally going to play Terminator? I think we touched on that a little bit, didn't Who we? Was OJ Simpson. <laughs> that's right. I don't know if we mentioned that or not. That IMDb thing. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. Oh. So Arnold Schwarzenegger was talking about it. He said, like, you know, he met with James Cameron, and then he was supposed to originally play Reese. Yeah. And he said that he was looking at the script, and he was just like, "Oh, I, I think I'd be better as the Terminator." And he was just like, and then it was like, "Who you got as Terminator?" And it was like OJ Simpson. And he said that James Cameron was like, I don't really want OJ because he's too expensive, which is insane. You right. Know, well, he's, I heard he's really good at killing. But then, <laughs> can you imagine OJ? OJ would cast. He's in Miles's house. He takes his arm off and then puts on the isotoner glove. Exactly. He's like, if the glove don't fit. <laughs> I cannot self quit. <laughs> I cannot self quit. <laughs> oh shit. Well, no, I heard, I heard too that, um, and maybe this is, uh, you know, has come out. Maybe this isn't anything that was actual said. This is kind of retroactive, uh, retconning history. Um, but but I, I heard that Cameron said something to the effect of he also didn't like OJ because he didn't see him as a killer because he, he didn't think he'd believe wow. he didn't think he'd be believable as a killer. <laughs> oh man, he was wrong about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was, he was wrong about that one. Uh, oh, Twitter world. <laughs> right. oh, no, was, was, is he on Twitter or YouTube? I forget. He was on Twitter for sure. And his thing is Hello Twitter world. Oh, might might be. Hello Twitter world. And he's walking around like nothing happened. That's the thing. Like, that's the thing about it. He's just living his life like he nothing happened. Like yeah. everybody sees him from the Naked Gun movies and everybody sees him as a great football player like nothing's yeah. changed. Like, how, and how do you... Before you right over here, Mr. Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, uh, yeah, and how do you like from like, I don't, yeah, how do you function after that? Like, how do you, you know, and I, I was thinking like how, how, you couldn't date anybody but then I was like, maybe he needs to hook up with that 
that woman from Florida that killed her kids, uh, Casey Anthony or whatever. Like, oh yeah, maybe they they just needed to get together, you know. They well, like it kind of reminds me of what we were talking about when we did our last episode. You that Haitian dictator guy. Oh, Papa Doc, yeah, Baby Doc, Papa yeah. Doc. He's like this evil Haitian dictator, Sean. And like Corey said that he went on Instagram and found like his kids or something. It's like just family members. Yeah, his his and they're just like normal like like twenty something girls or whatever, you know. Man. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah, the woman who was married to ba- to Papa Doc's son, Baby Doc, like his, his the woman he was married to is on Twitter. Their kids who are like our age, a little younger maybe, and I was like, wow. And it's just these people living. And that man like killed so many people. <laughs> and, like, so many people. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Because I think they said yeah. that Osama bin Laden's like some of his offspring is like that too. They're just like. We, you know, we don't, we don't have beef with anybody. We're just living our lives. And, well, know? and the weird thing about the Bin Laden family is that his whole family, his parents, his siblings, they're like, they're wealthy. They own companies like they own, you know, they, they are involved in, they own stock in oil companies and stuff with, uh, it's been so long since I've read about this, but like I, Dick Cheney or like Halliburton, like there's so many connections between Bin Laden's family and Western like American CEOs, and so it's yeah. and so Bin Laden, Osama, they're just like, oh no, he's just the black sheep of the family. Like he's yeah, <laughs> because I, I don't want to get too far off, but I remember a nine eleven story, a post nine eleven story of they were flying his family members that lived here in the U.S. back out of there so they could just get away. Yeah, yeah, because I guess yeah. I mean they wouldn't have let them do that unless they like did cut ties with him you know he was just yeah just like the black the black sheep of the family yeah man and he's like he was nine he was nine foot and he was living in a cave and just like he couldn't do anything he had all this money he was like eight foot tall yeah <laughs> yeah he was, he was, he was like abducting tall. robert downey jr <laughs> right but how crazy like even iron man no build the suit <laughs> But like how he just, he just did he was just waiting. He just waiting to get killed. <laughs> but but how weird would that be? Like think of it like kind of reversed if like the son of a millionaire here like what if like Jeff Bezos, like what if we heard like, oh, uh, you know, somebody flew a plane into Big Ben in England and it was masterminded by Jeff Bezos's son. And it's like, wait, what? Like <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, they're like, oh yeah, he's like a real uh, extreme extremist terrorist. Yeah, Jeff Bezos' yeah. son. Like, sorry, he yeah. doesn't work for Amazon. He's just the black sheep yeah. of the family. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, How... he's like in an abandoned warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> one of the warehouse that didn't have one of the warehouse that didn't work out. They had to move to another plant, and he's just like, no, this is where I built my operation at. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as we speak, like that's the future for. Uh, Elon Musk's kid, right? They're, they're, like that's. They're, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I'll um, there was always like this um, uh, Donald Glover childish kid being a rap, and I was just like, man, that is true. He rap like if I get rich enough, and he said my kids are going to be, he said my grandkids are going to be assholes. Yeah, and I was like that is a good rap, and then they talked about it. He was just like, yeah, like. 
might not be kids for billionaires, but their grandkids is just going to be, man, they're going to be dicks. Like, <laughs> yeah. Jeff yeah. Bezos' grandkids, man. Because, yeah, I mean, just cut, like growing up knowing that you just have access, like unlimited access to money, you never have to do anything. And like, I don't know, like that's, well, and I think that's part of the reason why. So like, you know, pe- people like to pretend that no matter where you're, where you're born, where you grow up, what you're, what, like what your network is like, like anybody can become famous or anybody can become rich. Like it's all just, like, it's a meritocracy, which is total bullshit, but it's always like, it, it's like anytime I look into an actor or a, a band or whatever, I'm like, Oh, where did these people come from? And it's like, Oh, their parents are like famous or like, Oh, their parents yeah. were like rich. That's <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. that's how they had the free time to just like go to auditions all day or like yeah. just take acting classes and not have to work, you know, like and that's yeah. what I love about listening to interview podcasts over the past, like, I guess decade really like listening to, stories that celebrities are telling like oh yeah my parents were like into into the production company of this or yeah. my dad was yeah. a director it's like well that must happen just all the time like a family business which i don't think i have a problem with i guess yeah but i mean it, you know but it's like it is weird <laughs> it's yeah weird. what it's i mean so many people are good talented actors or have the potential to be but you know when when a, you don't have access to, like, I, you know, if I wanted to audition for the next big Hollywood blockbuster, like, I don't know who to go to. Like, how, how do I make that happen? You know? And, and so, and not, not me, but someone like me, who's just like living their life yeah. has to have a job. Like, you know, that's the thing. Like, there are so many people who have the potential to be so, and they are like incredibly talented, but they're, you just don't have the time to like, to work on a, and there's an old quote from one of the founding fathers. I, I, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to totally butcher it, but, but it's something like, you know, our generation, like we have to study war and politics. So hopefully our kids can study like science and math. So hopefully their kids can study like philosophy and arts, right? Like, yeah, uh, I forget yeah. which founding well, father said that, but yeah, like, Donald Glover, because uh, I listen to a lot of Donald Glover's interviews. Yeah, yeah. He he was talking about um he has like this he has like a group of like young uh, young people who he calls a royalty. Basically, their parents are both famous, mm-hmm. and he said that they actually do good. So he was talking about um Andre Three Thousand and Erica Badu's son Seven. He as soon as he graduated, he's in college right now. But then he used he got a scholarship, but then took all the money that he was going to pay for college and paid for a bunch of kids. Oh, that's risk. cool. That's nice. And and he was talking about Jade Smith. He was like, Jade Smith is weird. Like you know, he looks weird. You know, he dresses weird and stuff. But like he's making water companies. He's making you know he's trying to feed the homeless. He has like all these yeah. things. And he was basically saying like. Their kids are privileged. Both their kids are famous. Both their parents are famous. They have the privilege other black kids don't. It's because they can make a mistake and then learn from it and don't have to pay the price to it. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Point. yeah. And he was just like, and how they pay the price to it, because he was like, James Smith had that terrible movie, um, the M. Night Shyamalan movie with his dad. Oh. Um, the space movie. Yeah. Uh, After yeah. Earth. Yeah. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 
yeah, he was there, you know, Jaden Smith was on all these acting things. He did that, and it bombed. Did it and suck? Did just, you see it? Yo, it, it, it's, it's pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. pretty bad. Like, they're both of them are using, like, like African accents, and okay. you can tell both of them are not really into it. Right. And, you know, it has that plot, you know, it has that plot twist at the end, like, name that Shyamalan movies do. But, <laughs> we don't really have African accents. <laughs> <laughs> that was the yeah, that was the I, plot I, twist. Honestly, I, honestly, because they came from, um, he was on a ship, and they was both on a ship, and then they was from like outer space, and they hit the planet and turned out to be Earth, and basically he had to basically uh, Will Smith gets hurt, and then Jaden goes around like the Earth, like it's like a jungle and stuff, and it's like what happened to the planet, and, you know, and then he basically, <laughs> you know, what happened to the planet, and then I think yeah. the. The Poxos was there was actually people on the planet. You know, I don't know. Uh-huh. Like, are people on Earth still? I don't know. Yeah. But that movie bombed, and um, he was like, I just felt terrible. And he was like, all right, let me see what I can do next. And he was just like, you know what? I'm going to buy houses for a bunch of people. He said, <laughs> I got paid for that movie. He goes, I used my entire paycheck to buy 20 houses for low-income families right and then he was just like okay you took something that was just uh, like you took something and you could have just went did anything you could have did another movie or anything like that but he decided to buy houses yeah no well like you said yeah it's just not everybody yeah just has the opportunity to to be able to do shit like that do shit like that yeah (laughs) yeah jay-z and beyonce's daughter is going to be like that too yeah blue she's already young but she has that like how old, how old is oh. their, how old, do you, I don't, you might not know, how old is their kid? Was she? I think she's 10. 10 or 12, somewhere in there? I think she's 10, and then she has, like, they have twins, and then I think they're, like, three. Okay. And I'm pretty sure Jay-Z and Beyonce, they seem like really responsible people. Oh, like, really, like, <laughs> yeah. like Jay-Z's, like, that dude is, he's, he's a fucking, like, like, I don't know, just like, he made his empire. Like, I don't know, he just did such a good job. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, I, like far as business and just being personal yeah. and stuff like the both of them are just like good people and then they like put like they have charities they have uh, they have charities like jay-z's working in the prison system to make sure people get reformed and like beyonce like pays for like uh kids going to college and stuff so they use their money responsibly yeah and they use their money responsibly and know like okay we were here but then i know we got to take it here like have you guys heard of Jay-Z's album 444? Yeah, yeah. I was just I was just going to say I think wasn't it on that album he says what's better than one billionaire two, right? Two. What's better than one billionaire two? Yeah. yeah. And he and that that album is like he, cuz he talks about his mom, his mom was like in an abusive relationship with his dad and she's uh, uh she came out and he was just like, I'm just happy my mom is finding somebody. Like, and that's basically where he had a whole song just like, yeah, like, yeah. my mom was worried what I was going to react to. And I was just like, I'm just happy you found somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I I need to go back and revisit that. I listened to it when it came out quite a bit, but I haven't listened to it for a while. But somebody was talking about that album and they were like, they were like, yeah, my favorite thing, it's just like a grown man out like it's a it's an out oh, like yeah. it's an adult man talking about adult man shit, you know? Like <laughs> Yeah, uh um this one guy, I forgot what his name is, he called it um 
uh, grown uncle rap. Okay. <laughs> yeah, grown uncle rap because right. it's just like yeah, it's not like it's not like your grandpa's rap, but it's like your <laughs> uncle who's trying to mature as an adult. Right. <laughs> yeah. like it gets shit gets ugly when people die like you know a lot uh, like people and you'd never expect it you you know people you never thought you know somebody dies and you're like oh fuck you're like kind of a terrible person right now like what person. <laughs> yeah. right. but, but. Yeah, just like yeah famous people yeah famous people oh and it goes right back around to oj simpson <laughs> oh no <laughs> oj simpson um all the people that he's like all the people like he's wrong like the families and stuff if any of them get a terminal illness they're coming after oj right, <laughs> <laughs> right. well did, did you hear who's um oh well and o- oj's going around towns like taking apart houses he's like evicting the people that that fucking uh jaden smith put in houses he's like get out of your house yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like there's, a, there's like a tight shot in the in the footage of like him reversing the drills, like the, the spin of the drill, and he's like just taking the screws out. Or it's actually he's just, he's just like stabbing the drywall with a knife. <laughs> just, like, I'm just, just doing some construction. They're like, I'm just doing construction. Why, why are you looking at me? This is how I take off construction. They're like, OJ, Sim- did you fuck up our house, OJ Simpson? There's like construction gloves here. He's like. No, those don't fit. I don't know. Those, <laughs> yeah, those don't fit. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and the funny thing about him is, like, every time he puts out something, it's like a football question, and he's condemning football players, and you're just like, do you know who you are? Right, right yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, they're... they're... Like Colin Kaepernick kneeling, and he was just like, hey, like, I like Colin Kaepernick, but maybe you should kneel on that. And just like, do you know you murdered two people? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, did he murder someone? <laughs> yeah, and then he was just like, hey, you should hit him hard like that on the field. Like, I mean, back in the, my day, you should take him down just like you stabbed two people. <laughs> right, unnecessary, <laughs> unnecessary roughness there, you know? Yeah, unnecessary roughness is just like you killed two people. <laughs> 
Yeah, Ron, Ron Goldsmith was like, this is unnecessary roughness. This is unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't necessary. <laughs> name in that story is Kato Kalen. Oh, Kato Kalen. Yeah, that guy? Sure. He was even on like Big Brother. Like, we watch, we watch like these reality shows. Uh-huh. A couple years ago, he was on, or maybe four years ago, he was on Big Brother. It's uh, so weird. I mean, yeah, like, I guess you got to do something as that guy too. That's, yeah, like people who are known famous. for... All he did <laughs> famous, was like yeah. freeloading in their like beach house, not beach house, in their pool house or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's... that's we were just sitting there, OJ knocked on the door, like, hey, you want to go get some burgers? Yeah. Okay, yeah. you know what? I've actually... Wait, now... Like, you say get some murders? No burgers. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Now, Brent, I've got a headcanon for the OJ Simpson, uh, Nicole Brown Simpson murders, right? Like, so, <laughs> so when you're looking for motive or whatever, look to who benefits the most, right? Fucking Kato Kalen. He was just a freeloader. So here's my headcanon. He fucking killed him, framed OJ Simpson just so he could get the the the, fra- the fame from being on the periphery, right? That's my new headcanon. OJ's innocent. It was Kato. <laughs> did anybody did anybody try to put that glove on Kato? Not right, right. He's gonna do okay. So another one is him. It's basically OJ as the fugitive. Okay. Okay. And he's just basically like somebody killed my wife, and he's just going around. He's just going around LA in the white Bronco. <laughs> in the Bronco, going around, and they got Tommy Lee Jones trying to chase him down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he they they like get in a water tunnel, and OJ Simpson's like, "I'm innocent," and Tommy Lee Jones is like, "I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> and he jumps out, and then, but no, instead of Tommy Lee Jones, it's Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you know, speaking speaking <laughs> of the Naked Gun movies, yeah. they're in a serious movie. They just do the beach too. <laughs> no, I, I I saw somewhere recently that they're they're trying to do a, a reboot of the Naked Gun series, and they want to get uh, Liam Neeson. That's funny. Yeah. That was- oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I don't okay. well because I mean Leslie Nielsen start. I mean he's like a Shakespearean actor, right? like he's a yeah. he's an actor, uh, which makes yeah. it the fact that he played Frank Drebin and all the com like any comedy he was in, he played it so straight, like it just yeah. makes it work, you know. Yeah, he played it. Yeah, he played it like an actor. He didn't play it like a comedian. He yeah. has one of the best movies. It's called Wrongly Accused. And I haven't, a, I've, I haven't seen it, but I know of it. Yeah, it's, it's a parody of The Fugitive. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. And it is, it, it like I went to the movies and saw that, not thinking like this, when it first came out, it was like kind of the first time where my, uh, like my parents, it was like me and my cousins, and it was just like y'all go go to the movies by yourselves. We just drop you guys off. <laughs> like all right, cool. And I remember my cousin like, oh, cuz we go see one play accused. And I, I, that's one of the biggest laughs. It's so dumb, but like, <laughs> there's so many jokes. Like, he gets into, um, like, you know, in the fugitive where uh, the train or the bus, like, you know, tips over, and then a train. Oh yeah, he's on a uh, bus. The bus tips over and a train's coming, and he jumps off. So they do that scene, and then he's walking in the woods, and the train is still chasing him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a scene where he's like stands behind a tree, and he looks over, and then the 
the tree kind of looks over. <laughs> the tree kind of took over. So he's running from a train in the woods because the train's funny. still trying to chase him. Yeah, that's, that's so yeah I need man I need to I need to watch that movie. That yeah. sounds funny. I, I said that's funny. So I Sean, I sent Corey a clip of him in a movie just maybe a couple months ago. I don't know if you remember this, Corey, but um I think it was one of those maybe scary movies. It could have been that yeah, where I, he's I, the president and ja, ja, ja Rule is his like head secret service guy and they're at like this dinner. They're this like this really fancy executive dinner, and there's aliens, and, and he turns to Ja Rule, and he's like, you know, I think any of these people would be aliens. This it's a huge conspiracy, and then like a, a couple comedic beats later, this woman like walks up to the president Leslie Nielsen, and has like a voice box thing, and is like, thank you, Mister President, and he's like, that's the alien. I, I, I just <laughs> punches her. <laughs> yeah yeah no i remember yeah man that's that scene is funny <laughs> no, yeah, he, he's I, also he's also in um he's in the movie surf ninjas oh jesus yeah. he's the villain in surf ninjas that's hilarious that's right he's on the vibes <laughs> yeah he's on the vibe i watched surf ninjas in there he is not funny oh in no that movie. but he's like it's it's like he's he's like he got crushed by a elephant in the past and okay. so I, it's the 90s so they end up putting like robotic parts in him so he has a hand he has a robot hand and half his like face is like a robot and you know surf ninjas gotta go uh, stop him but every time he's near water it just goes crazy and that's really the only laugh he gets like he's just like ah, my arm and, right. and it's literally like he's playing it straight like those kids are gonna die tonight he's <laughs> like so it's- wait in Surf Ninjas, isn't it like two kids and like Rob Schneider? Yes. Why do I think that that's it? Am I right? Oh yeah, my no, god! That, that's it. That's I remember it. that. So Surf Ninjas, I just met um uh, last month. Uh, I went to a signing and saw Ernie Race Jr. Ernie Race Jr. Who's the star of that? He's so he's a uh, he's a martial artist. He's in Surf Ninjas. He's in Ninja Turtles Two as Kino, the pizza kid. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yep. yeah, yeah. And no more. He, and he um he played Donatello. He was the fight dude of Donatello in the original Ninja Turtle movie. Okay. Oh, okay. So the producers, he was just that. He was 15 years old as Donatello. And then the second movie, they were like, let's write a part for him in the second movie. And that went so well, they were like, let's make a whole movie about him, and which was Surf Ninjas. <laughs> and That's the right. guy who played kind of the guy who played kind of like their the guy that showed them like uh he's wearing the eye patch like he's kind of like their mentor that's Ernie Ray Jr.'s dad really and he ended up choreographing all the Ninja Turtle movies and that movie so and his name is Ernie Ray Sr. so we got to meet him and he's five foot five okay He's, he's five foot five and um we were meeting him and stuff and then we were like man you know you're a legend and stuff he was like oh thank you and my brother had uh, a copy of Surf Ninjas. So he started Surf Ninjas and stuff. He was like, tell your dad I said hi. He was just like, yeah, man, my dad, um, he said, my dad is in his 80s. He's doing good. He still has his martial arts school. And my dad just at dinner the other night was like, yeah, we should make a sequel to Surf Ninjas. And I was like, my dad's just hallucinating. I think my, I had to take my dad to the doctor. Why would we make a movie about Surf Ninjas? Right. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know that there's a huge uh, 
uh, you know, demand for a surf nin- for a surf ninja sequel. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but that's but that's crazy. Like, yeah. That's crazy that dude's only five five. He's like he's like half a Bin Laden, right? Right. He's half a Bin Laden. Yeah. Can I can I share? We you mentioned earlier about the um Jay Z's financial advice. You reminded me if uh, I might cut this from the episode if it's not good. But um, like one of my favorite tweets I've ever tweeted, it's <laughs> just like a joke. Okay, so this is this is uh, ludicrous financial services is the tweet. So it's I wanna l- 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 lick you on your debt ratio. I wanna move from your credit score to your stock portfolio. Do you bank in ah ah Andorra or in Belize? I gotta n- 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 what's your equity? <laughs> So that's, that's my ludicrous, ludicrous financial services tweet. Oh yeah, definitely. That, 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 that will get more people to do it. Right. Like, yeah, we need more like old uncle rap. Yeah, more uh, more old uncle rap. Right. Yeah. Like, I think there's like old uncle cracker rap. What was what was his what was his song? I don't even remember. Oh, that's right. Oh, he's like, follow me. It'll be all right. Uh, Everybody was singing that song, and I listened to it recently, and I said, this isn't a good song. Like, (laughs) That's that's a fucking Uncle Cracker. Everybody was singing that song. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. I was at the gas station, station, and then it came on, and I was like, oh, yeah. And I just went on, you know, when I was like, I left the gas station, I was like, let me listen to it. I was like... This song isn't good. <laughs> but that, that song became popular because it was such a juxtaposition from his rap, right? Yeah. You remember that that sounds right. Well, there yeah, he was. Uh, he was the. Um, uh, Is that the right word? Juxtaposition. I've never. Seen, what yeah. am I an asshole now? I've never said. No, that. that's. No, no, it's, it's this. Uh, no, you know what? He was the DJ for Kid Rock. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. You know, what? I feel, what I, I feel like he's um a lot of dudes. I feel like Everlast came out right because he Everlast was in House of Pain, right? And I I, I feel like he started doing, you know, that he had that one hit that like uh, that's like then you really might know what it's like. Then you really yeah. might know. So then you had all these. I think they were primarily white dudes who were like kind of doing not great hip hop. I mean, House of Pain was good, but like. Not great hip hop, but then they tried to do like a bluesy, folksy. I, I feel like there were a few people trying to do that in the '90s after Everlast like had some success, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just picture, I just picture the Terminator loading or lowering into the liquid metal as what it's like is playing. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Yeah, he's like, he's like, there's a Terminator trying to save John Connor and his mom. <laughs> the T1000, you can only form regular things, not a bomb. Not a bomb, yeah. <laughs> and then he got into a beef with Eminem and, like, Everlast. So that was a whole thing. So right after that song came out, um, I guess the DJ for House of Pain ended up to be the DJ for like Limp Biscuit stuff. Okay. And then he came out with a diss track against Eminem, like at the height of like Eminem's popularity. Why? So Eminem, <laughs> yeah. So then Eminem did a diss track um, 
uh, about Everlast when he and he was just like, it's just a throwaway diss track. And then I guess the DJ and Limp Biscuit was like, yeah, we 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 with Everlast. So then Eminem did a song on his group D12's album. It's just him, and it's called Girls. <laughs> and basically, he clowns all of Limp Biscuit, and that's why Limp Biscuit didn't make any more records. <laughs> what? Because yeah, like like Eminem dissed them that hard that yeah. it ruined their career. I mean, that's he's really doing a public service by by stopping <laughs> stopping Limp Biscuit from making any more music. Yeah, at the end of it, yeah, because like my little cousin, he's sixteen and he's getting into like, hey, you know, what's this rap and what's this rap? And he sent me like a couple weeks ago, sent me like all these diss songs that he's listening to. And he was just like, "Yeah, um, man, who was Limp Bizkit?" And I was like, "Oh, it's like this band and stuff." He said, "I was listening to that Eminem song, and I was just laughing, but I didn't yeah. know who they were." Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't diss Eminem. Like, remember when, like, I think, yeah, I know. I forget what song it is, but in his music video, he dissed Crank Yankers. The yeah. Good- like the early two thousands Comedy Central, like yeah, I remember they ended up doing a music video about him, and like, they had to. He, he ended up like re, like he ended up being in their music video and stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, and cool. he was he was on the show. He ended up being on the show. Um, uh, <laughs> it was a funny episode. So it was him and like all the people. And then it's basically like, you know, they prank call somebody and then he was just like, let me put my brother on the phone. And it's Eminem and he goes, yeah, so if you can give me like this, this, wait a minute, let me put my brother on the phone. And they do that like 58 times to put this like Eminem and like Jimmy Kimmel and they just keep going <laughs> like, good. let me put my brother on the phone. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah, but yeah, my little cousin, like he's into like this songs now. <laughs> well, what do you think about, what do you, th- oh gosh, what's the type, I forget the name of the rap now. But it's an East Coast thing now, where where, ki- where like teenagers are like on social media dissing other people from like other gangs. Oh, what's that called? It's a certain kind of rap now, where it's like a social media rap, and pe- and kids are dying over it. Kids are dying, yeah. And then they're and then the kids that are shooting the kids are rapping about shooting the kids. And the whole yeah. idea now is that like, well, that's 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 evidence in court to. To get people for murder, right? Yeah. Well, they actually, uh, Killer Mike was just uh, he championed legislation in California uh, that was basically says that you can't take hip hop lyrics as admissible in court because his oh. argument is it's it's uh it's art, right? And I, I mean, if you listen to a Run the Jewels album, he and LP talk about like all kinds of crazy shit, but he's not yeah. like, but killer Mike's not actually like killing cops or anything. Like not in real life, you yeah. know, but these so, kids yeah. are like, I killed Antonio. on 17th. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bit, that's a little bit different. That's a little bit different. <laughs> I killed, I killed Antonio last week on October 10th at seven thirty two PM. I his mom was home. I shot him in the chest. <laughs> His mom was home, and then I went to Burger King on 56, and then, <laughs> and nobody's going to stop me. Who's going to stop me? Yeah. And, and <laughs> My like, name is Steven. <laughs> yeah, and Jay-Z's like, God damn it, just go invest in the stock market, for Christ's sake, shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Just go, just go invest. What are you doing? His famous line is, 
His famous line uh, is, um, it's a disconnect. Why are you putting money to your ear? So, like, basically rappers who, like, put money, like, have a lot of money, yeah. take pictures like they're answering the phone. Uh-huh. And he was just like, why are y'all doing that? Like, <laughs> he goes, buy your mother a house. Yeah. <laughs> right. Buy a random person a house. Like, <laughs> Buy a random person a house. You know what you can do with that money? Right. <laughs> buy a phone. <laughs> yeah. Buy a phone. Right. <laughs> Right, it'll work much better. <laughs> the children's editor Rappy did that with a piece of fruit. You know? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, and that's also in that same track. Jay Z's like, I see you too, Rappy. Your fucking banana phone. got that banana money shit all right well i want to i want to ask you i'm gonna we need to probably start wrapping up in this so i'm gonna i'm gonna bring us back to the movie a little bit um this is more of like a dangerous explosion episode yeah which is totally fine you know we talked about terminator last week fuck it yeah yeah i got the arm coming out of the abdomen yeah. yeah, but no, I yeah. I did yeah. want I did want to ask you in the in the version you saw, Brent, did they have a scene where they called John Connor called his foster parents, and yeah. uh, the T one thousand was impersonating his foster mom Janelle. What's your dog's name? What's your yeah Woofy? Or... Yeah, and, and the, the, he says something, and then, then the Terminator is smart enough to say, "How's Woofy?" Yeah, yeah, very and smart. Then, I love that. But then, did they also have it to where they like? The, the camera pans over and as she's talking on the phone the, the she's like stabbed the dad in the mouth <laughs> yeah so when I was younger I didn't see that scene oh really really when I was younger they just had um I don't know if they took it out but like they just showed her arm like that yeah and then when oh. she hands up the phone it goes back and you see like the guy bleeding and he falls to the ground. That's true. Yeah, I I do I remember that, Sean. There, yeah, there's there. I do think I yeah. saw a version that was a little bit different than this one at some point. Yeah. 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 And then yeah, and the other one was uh, oh, in the movie the security guard, the redhead security guard. Yeah. There, when he mirrors each other, they're actually twins. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's all. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. they used to be in. I'm like. Buford's big boy commercial or something like that. They were like in a fat, maybe for Hardee's or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, they were in commercials as twins and then were in that movie. Yeah. Well, and they, wow. and they were twins. I remember recognizing them. Well, they, they were twins. And then Sarah Connor, Linda Hamilton, and her twin is in the movie too. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. I just found that out. Yeah. I just found out about that. Yeah, the scene that that so that scene where she's like fixing up the Terminator and they're in a mirror, right? And the camera moves behind her to where if they were actually filming in a mirror, you would see the camera, right? But it's a it's just a whole cutout, and it's actually Linda Hamilton's sister on the other side. That makes more sense because in the sixth day, it's Arnold's twin brother, Danny DeVito. Oh, the fucking sixth day. We're going to have to, we should cover that movie. Does that count as horror? That's close enough. That movie terrified me as a kid. Yeah, I have to see the sixth day in a minute. The other Arnold Schwarzenegger movie I remember going to the movies was End of of Days. End of Days. Yeah, Gabriel Byrne was a devil, right? (laughs) Yeah, because I went to, I only saw it because 
being my family's big wrestling fans. Okay. And Arnold Schwarzenegger made an appearance on SmackDown, and he was promoting End of Days like crazy. He was just like, End of Days, like, End of Days. <laughs> and then we saw End of Days, and I remember, like, I remember my uncle just going, like, it's all right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. I I remember. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I remember enjoying it when I was a kid, but it's been or when I was when it came out. But I haven't seen yeah. that movie in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arnold, I think, besides um, Jackie Chan, but Jackie Chan is like in a different league. He might have the best action movies mm-hmm. out of anybody. Like True Lies is an amazing film. Yeah. I I do I absolutely agree and I I don't know if I mentioned this on the last podcast I know I've said this before but the weird thing about Schwarzenegger is he's got some of the best action like um I thought Last Action Hero I love Last Action Hero where, oh, yeah. where they that, yeah. they go to the yeah. video store and it's, it's Sylvester Stallone in Terminator Two yeah. like I fucking <laughs> oh and Robert Patrick is in Last Action Hero he's got a little cameo yeah he makes a cameo yeah. yeah. Where he's he's like yeah. walking out of the police station. Uh, oh, that's right! I forgot about that. <laughs> he also oh, so he has another cameo. Yeah. What else is he? He. I bet she has a five 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 number. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, are, yeah, that's yeah. why we have area codes. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Oh, but he was also that movie, that, that movie is great. I, I so I went to the movies and saw that one too. But I went to the restroom in the middle of it, and then when I came back, he was the kid was in the movie. I didn't even see him go into it. <laughs> You missed That's awesome. And there's Peter like, why is he why is he got dynamite? Like who's throwing dynamite at this kid? Like what? It's also and it's it's funny how iconic I mean Terminator is in general, but also Robert Patrick as the T one thousand that he had that cameo in Last Action Hero. He also had a cameo in World uh Wayne's World Two. Yeah. Where Wayne's he, World Two, yeah. He pulls over Wayne, you know, and Wayne's just like, No <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But also about Arnold that I've been noticing in all his movies, even though his name is Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's from Austria. Right. All his movies, just like John Stevens and Peter and <laughs> Derek. <laughs> right. Just like, why do you keep giving him these American ass right. names? I, my name is right. John Smith. I was born in Virginia. <laughs> I was born in Virginia. It's just like I was born in a, I was born in a small town in Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> I think in every movie, he's just a decommissioned Terminator. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like in, well, have you seen that last one? Terminator Dark Fate? I think it was. Yeah. Oh, he, in it. Awesome. yeah. And it's like, he's like, just, it's the Terminator and he's just like living his life as like an old, like an old man. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like really don't tell anybody I'm a Terminator. It's a secret. <laughs> it's, a, it's a secret. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
Well, I was almost thinking like that would be kind of a fun superhero movie is like if some shit goes down and then that version of Schwarzenegger as the Terminator like has to deal with it. But then that clicked a memory in, or a, a thought in my head. I just saw a trailer recently. There's a movie with Sylvester Stallone where he's like an old retired superhero. I haven't seen yeah, it, but I heard about it, that. it looks interesting. It looks interesting. Uh, uh, Samaritan, I think it's called. Samaritan, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see oh, that. Yeah. For some reason, you know what I thought when I when I read that or when I read the title, it reminded me so much of of um, is Unbreakable. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, is that a, is that is that one of those sequels? Okay. So no, it's 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 yeah. its own thing, but it's it's. I mean, it's kind of like older guy in a hoodie is a secret superhero. It's that's kind of Unbreakable. Like. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that that basically is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, he um he also like Stallone has like probably like second action movies like Demolition Demolition Man is like one of the oh, greatest. Oh, fucking films of love all time. Demolition Man. Yeah, I love Demolition yeah. Man. That's I need to show my kids. Man. Like that's that's near the top of my list of like the next movie I'm gonna show my kids. <laughs> We've talked oh, about yeah. that movie on this show. I think I'm like, sure. Yeah. I'm sure we have. Yeah. My my little sister, she her favorite place is Taco Bell. She loves Taco Bell. So I went to the I went to the store and I was like, I'm gonna buy her Taco Bell shirt. They had like the Taco Bell symbol from Demolition Man. Really? Oh yeah. And I was like, I, I was like, I have to get this for her. So I got it. She was like, Oh, she said, I've never seen this sign before and I was like, You are gonna watch Demolition Man with me. <laughs> right. You're like you're about he to was find such out. a good cop in that movie that like in the beginning he jumps out of a helicopter screaming the man he's going to get. He's like, <laughs> But you know, you know who's, you know, who's my favorite cop in that movie? When they thaw him out, the friend who remembers him, the old cop played by fucking Bill Cobbs, baby. <laughs> fucking Bill Cobbs. <laughs> You're right. Played by fucking Bill Cobbsy. <laughs> Bill Cobbsy. <laughs> he did an episode. I, I, he is in an episode of the Cosby Show. Oh, <laughs> really? He's in an episode. He, oh, I, I, I think he's like the older owner of like the where uh, of the hardware store <laughs> that Bill right. Cosby goes to. <laughs> oh man. Oh, Bill Cosby. See, he's, yeah, because he's like. He's like the shittier version of the of Dr. Cosby. Like oh. Dr. Huxtable, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, like he's a shitty doctor, but he doesn't like roofy women. So it's like, you know, it like yeah. <laughs> balances out. He's, he's the one that he should have been. Yeah. <laughs> right. It is weird that he played a doctor with access he played a to all those drugs. That's the thing. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What that would you say? He played a gynecologist. No, he didn't. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I think he, so. He's a gynecologist in the in the show. Yeah, but no. Yeah. Uh, one one thing I want to talk about in. And it's it's been it's been quite a while since the last time I watched Terminator Two before this time. But I really noticed this time how much like how blatant it is. Like it's not subtle at all. That because there's the scene when um he tells the Terminator he can't kill anyone. Right. Which is also interesting that that so that you'll have compassion for the Terminator. They don't let him kill anyone in this movie, even in the very beginning in the biker bar. He injures. He injures people, but he doesn't kill anybody. Um, Throws the dude on the griddle. Yeah. But but when but John tells him he can't murder anybody. And there's a point where he oh, no, when he saves Sarah Connor, he like does the good deed of saving Sarah Connor. He takes 
his sunglasses off. And, you know, so you wear sunglasses, you can't see your eyes. So it's like a, a mindless killing machine. So from that point on, he takes his sunglasses off and that's like him becoming more human. Right. And then the, the exact opposite imagery happens when they're in the desert and Linda Hamilton decides she's going to go kill Miles Dyson. What does she do? She fucking suits up. She puts sunglasses on and, and she goes to fucking terminate Miles Dyson. So yeah. I, I never really noticed it before, but it's so clear that as like the Terminator is gaining his humanity, Sarah Connor is losing her humanity to, oh, to, wow. to the point where she's ready to go murder some dude for something he ha hasn't even done yet. Right. She's going to go murder a guy in what you could think of as his past for something he hasn't done in the future yet. You know? Yeah. So. Uh -oh. Holy shit. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so Dude, didn't Miles' son have the best remote control car ever? <laughs> Oh yeah, that little remote control car. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Dude, I love Miles. His last name is Turner, right? Miles Dyson. Yeah. Miles Dyson. Miles Dyson. Yeah. Miles. I don't know where I got Turner from. Miles Dyson. Yeah. Dude, like that's I, as a child watching that movie, right? Way too young. Right. Way too young. <laughs> all of us were. <laughs> yeah. All, all like the shooting and and hurting and murdering in that movie was like nothing to me, but. I mean, I still, like, have, like, weird shock value in it watching Miles die. Like, Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, when he's, we, like, yeah. He's, like, breathing? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, that stuck with me. I remember. Yeah. It's, it stuck with me, yeah. Well, and how... And this is just a little side thought I wanted to touch on. It's uh, interesting to me that they don't know that Miles is there helping them, right? Like, they know Schwarzenegger. They know that, like... But for all they know, they could have kidnapped Miles Dyson and brought him there. But as soon as the cops break in, what's the first thing they do? They fucking shoot the black guy, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, that is, like, that's probably, like, my biggest thing, gripe about that movie. It's just like, you didn't have to kill him, but you wanted to kill him. It's just like, okay, you got Joe Morton. Joe Ward's an amazing actor. Yeah. You got him in this big time movie. You know what? The only black guy that's talking this movie, let's go ahead and kill him. But it's that time period where they could do that because they did that all the time in those movies. <laughs> and he's he's like the least threatening looking person yeah. of the he's like he's <laughs> even got his like Cyberdyne ID badge on. Right, yeah. And then he's cool. shot through it. But he's shot. He he got shot in the arm. He has his arm in his pocket the whole time, just to hold it in place. And he's wearing a Cyberdyne hat. Like, yeah. he is so non-threatening. Right, and they sh they <laughs> they, sh they shot him. They shot him like right in his pocket protector. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Meanwhile. So non-threatening. Yeah. No. And you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's just like muscles on top of muscles. And then Sarah Connor, who's been doing chin-ups on a bed for like ten years straight, you know? Yeah. I do what? What a fucking! Well, they have police footage. And they have footage and pictures of Connor and Schwart and the Terminator. Yeah. They know who they're looking yeah, for. they know. But dude, what a transformation from Sarah Connor in the first movie to yeah. like yeah. buff fucking, you know, just like muscly Sarah Connor in the second movie. Like, what a crazy transformation! Yeah, 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 and I'm glad, I, I'm like, that's one of, like, 
one of the dopest things about the movie is that they did that to be like, okay, she's not going to be like the damsel in distress in this movie. She's going to be like, she like going to be like kicking ass and stuff. Like uh, when the um, when the T one thousand is trying to kill him and stuff. Like she grabs his gun, she grabs like the Terminator's gun, and just like yeah, she's shooting. Yeah. yeah. So that well, that's one like my like and it's one of the best things about the movie. Absolutely, dude. And to to piggyback on that, like she's been training John as like a kid, even. Yeah. Where, where yeah. Like, he hasn't seen his mom in like years, and suddenly they're in the car running from T one thousand, and she's like, "Reload!" And he like knows how to reload He's reloading guns. guns. Well, um, even like, or even even when he hacked the ATM at the beginning, yeah. right? Like you can yeah. see, like he's got all these latent skills. Like how fucking wild would it be to like make a, f- a friend like this new kid in school and you're like, oh, I'll hang out with this dude. He's like, oh yeah, by the way, I was like trained in guerrilla warfare tactics. You're like, what? You're fucking 10. What we gotta do, I just plug my Atari into an ATM Right. I plug, yeah, just plug in this Commodore 64. Atari into the state of the art like facility open doors. Yep. Yeah, he's like, I got this. He's good, but he's not, he can't be that good. It's a kid of the 90s. Instead of going like, you know, hey, we're going to go buy some beer. You know what they do? They go to the arcade. It's just like, we're just going to go do kid stuff. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's pretty nice though, right? Yeah, and and John Connor was driving around on a dirt bike. When all kids want to have a dirt bike. Yeah. yeah, I, dude, I had the action figure where it came. You, it came with a little dirt bike, and John Connor's hands were were molded to where you could like sit him on the dirt bike and like have him hold on to the dirt bike. Oh, <laughs> I, really? Oh yeah, I had that action figure for sure. Oh, I didn't have many of the Terminator toys until probably like later on. I remember like my friend giving me like the Terminator like action figure and stuff, but like mm. I did not have any of those. I did not have any of those toys. Yeah. I had a, I, I, I had a bunch. Of, I was really into now that I re, I'm like all these memories are coming back. I was really into Terminator when around the time this movie came out. And I, I had a lot of Terminator action figures. And I remember I had this one Terminator like it wasn't like a Play-Doh set. I forget what it was like powder and you mixed it with water, right? And then yeah. it like thickened up and there was a, a mold and you had a like a plastic Terminator skeleton you'd put in the mold, and then you would pour this liquid in there and, and close it in the mold, yeah. and then you'd open it up, and it would be like real, it would be like skin around yeah. this metal skeleton, and you could like damage it and cut it and like tear the skin off the yeah. skeleton. Wow. Remember that year you had cancer? You're like just eating up this rubber stuff <laughs> yeah right you remember guys you got this metals and you, you couldn't you weren't supposed to breathe it but <laughs> yeah you weren't supposed to breathe it but <laughs> dude cory i love thinking of kid cory because like that like you've said this before but i just i laugh sometimes really i belly laugh when you told me that you used to play that robocop video game that would just play the theme song <laughs> Over and over again. <laughs> right. The entire score was just like do 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 do. Corey said, Corey told me that after he would stop playing it, he would just hear it in his head. <laughs> yep, just on an endless loop. <laughs> da, da, I'd walk through the house like da 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 da. Out of the way, mom. Da 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just go to school and it's just like 
I'm just like, all I can think about is shooting people in the dick. <laughs> and then the like, movie, <laughs> my, I just had a conversation with my dad. I just had a conversation with my dad earlier today. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be on this podcast and stuff. And then I was like, yeah, you took us to go see that movie. He was just like, I also took you to go see Robocop 2. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then yeah. he was just like, and we went to the drive in. And sat down and watched RoboCop two, and I immediately regretted. But you guys were into it. <laughs> do, do you? Remember, there was an. I think it was like an SNES game. There was a RoboCop versus Terminator game. Do you remember oh. this? Oh, and, really? No. And I just realized that if a Terminator faced off against a RoboCop, it would just be like RoboCop aiming at his dick, right? There's like a laser pointer, like pointed at the Terminator's dick, <laughs> but then a laser pointer points back from the Terminator penis, like at RoboCop. <laughs> Penis, oh, penis oh, yeah. lasers in Mortal Kombat? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so Robocop and Terminator and uh, uh, Rambo. Oh, and nice. it's all voiced by Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, and Peter Weller. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Man. That's cool they got Peter Weller to do it. I'm kind of surprised. I'm kind of surprised that Peter Weller agreed to do that. Yeah, and he's doing it, and like, they fit, fatalities are like things from the movie. So, like, um, they don't have to shoot another dick because that would be amazing. But like, I haven't played it, but I've been seeing ones. Right, they had like the uh, like the little uh, pipe thing that came out of his uh, hand. Okay. He lifts you up and then like stabs you in the uh, temple and then like rips out your brain and then throws the brain down and then like shoots your brain. <laughs> of course, <laughs> like in the yeah. Second movie, like when you yeah. take the brain out and stomp it and stuff. I always thought that was weird about this that movie. Where he's got like the spear that like unlocks things. Yeah. But like in the future, that's a key. Yeah. Like, that you, like, like it's the most dangerous key in the world. Yeah. It's you know in the future. It's spike. They got tired. They got. Yeah. Oh, I always thought it was like the future's version of a key. <laughs> was it just yeah, him breaking? Saw, like, yeah, because like okay, it was just him breaking. The they it. never show like them opening doors or anything sense. like that. Yeah. 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 Um, but in the movie, and, and, I mean, in the game, they have like intros, like you know, before they, uh, before they uh, uh, fight. So like Peter Weller's like, you know, uh, you know, just like ready or not, you're coming with me. You know, they doing all their uh, stuff. And but Sylvester Stallone's is Rambo. He's just asking questions. So he sees Sub Zero, and he just goes like, he takes out a knife. And he goes, Why are you have ice coming out of your hands? And it's just like. Are you a demon? And like, look it up. Like, in that, all questions, it's just like, what the hell are you? <laughs> like, that's time, so he, weird. He just gets his knife, and yeah, and it was just like Sylvester Stallone asking questions. It just like, it wasn't even like Rambo. It was like Sylvester. It was just like that's all they got. <laughs> that's so funny. And yeah, I can see him just like talking in the recording booth. Like, why? Why is he a guy? Why is he a nice guy? And like, we're keeping all of this audio. We're <laughs> using. Like, we're using every fucking bit of this. <laughs> why is he a nice guy? Should be something he says. <laughs> I don't understand. Why is he a nice guy? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just like, oh. just like, why do you have four arms? <laughs> right. And it's just literally just questions, and it's just like Rambo being concerned about his situation right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> when does lunch get here? <laughs> yeah. When does lunch get here? Oh, shit. So I'm getting paid a 
front or I yeah. paid after the <laughs> <laughs> Bitching about his money and he's going to get that's good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are we only going to do one day or two? <laughs> <laughs> and then they bring, they bring a like craft services come and they set out a bunch of sub sandwiches and they were all just made by Bill Cosby. He's like, it's the only job I can get now. You know, Oh Jesus! <laughs> he, yeah, and then like his fatality is just like, they just like he gets like the like put, put it in your mouth, but then it's just like you're going to sleep now. Great, <laughs> because there was a whole Cosby episode where he where he like drugs his entire family at a barbecue. Yes, remember this? What? I don't remember seeing the episode. I saw a clip of it. What? That's I. Cosby pitching that in the writer's room and they're all like, I don't know, that's kind of weird. He's like, I want it, put it in. Put it in the episode. Put it in. Trust me, guys, it works 100% of the time. Right. I, do you know who I am? I'm telling you, y'all don't believe me, but the sauce It fucking works. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the sauce works. That asshole. Well, uh, yeah. back to... Uh, I know. I to, hate him. <laughs> to Terminator 2, I wanted to point... There's one thing that's like never made sense to me in the movie Yeah, is when he he goes up to Sarah Connor and he like puts his finger through her shoulder, right? Cause she she lowers John down so he can escape, right? So he like pins Sarah against the wall and he's like putting his other finger like as a little knife to her eye, right? And he's like, call to John. Call to John. And he's trying to get her to like call John Connor to come up. We know the Terminators can impersonate anybody's voice. Like Im- yeah. immediately after that, he looks at, like, why does he need her? I don't know. I don't know why he doesn't. I don't just... think he's heard her voice yet, Corey. Oh, really? She says, fuck you. And then the next scene is him calling to John. Interesting. Am I right? Yeah, that, okay. I had this thought while I was watching. I... Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. Like, huh. I don't that think he's heard her voice like, yet. Because... He did hear the foster mom. Yeah. He went over to her and was just like, hi, you know, I'm looking for John. Was John in trouble again? So he heard her voice. Yeah. When he And they do say that he can only impersonate things. I He has to touch them first, right? Okay. So so I, I wonder. Yeah. He's touched her, though, because he stabbed her in the elevator. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, okay, so maybe it's just a plot hole. I don't know. Or yeah. well, you know, yeah. he he is malfunctioning at that point. I don't. It could just because he's oh, yeah because of the heat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, he got frozen by the liquid nitrogen and you know hasta yeah. la vista, baby, and exploded. And then again, I don't know if this is in the theatrical cut, but they show like he starts malfunctioning because he's walking on the metal grating and his shoes, his feet start like 
def- That's cool. they start turning into the floor. And then at one point he grabs a yellow and black, like caution taped metal railing. He's like walking up the stairs and he touches it and his whole arm up his arm. It turns into that yellow and black pattern. So at least, Oh no. In, I, I don't, yeah, that's not in the original. Yeah, so in the director's cut, it shows the T-1000 is, like, starting to lose control of mm. his functions. So That's cool. But I don't yeah. know. Oh, that was just always uh, a yeah, question. Yeah, I like see more of that. Yeah, I, man, the director's cut, it's... it's Because the movie's already long. And I don't... Yeah. The director's cut is, like, 170 minutes or something. It's, like, pretty long. But you don't feel it. I mean, it's, it's every bit... Yeah. Every bit of it is is that movie like surprisingly like it's a it's a long movie but it moves by really fast yeah yeah because it's just yeah. constantly just going from one thing to the next and and everything just like flows so beautifully into the next you know like at plot wise it like totally makes sense why they're going for you know. Uh, the Terminator saves John, and then, okay, they gotta go to the hospital. Okay, then they're gonna go hide out in the desert. Okay, then they're gonna go to Miles Dyson's. Okay, then they go to Cyberdyne. Like, it's just, the plot is so... Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. But then, while they're doing all that work, the character, like, you know, Linda Hamilton, her arc as a character... Yeah. It's like one arc from the first movie through the second movie. It's just, it's like a seamless... the run the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And the great thing about that movie is Linda Hamilton fucking hated the Terminator. Like she and like the, when she sees him, she is petrified. Oh, of, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Of uh, the Terminator, like she sees him around the corner, she is like she does like acting like oh my Ike. She saw like she actually sees a ghost. She is petrified, and when they're trying to restrain her, she goes, he's trying to kill us all! Like, <laughs> yeah. she's trying to warn them, like, like she just beat up these guys, but she's warning them, like, this man is here, this this machine is here to kill us. Think yeah. about that. She's been under, like, mental Olympics for years. Yeah. yeah. She's been in a mental institution where people are telling her, no, you're wrong. This does not exist. And she's fought against that mentally. Yeah. Right? And then yeah. suddenly, it just She's in the place where they tell her this. You're wrong. You're just being crazy. And then he shows up, yeah. right? Like, oh my god! When you think about it, it's that's supposed to be like the most surreal things are happening inside her brain. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, she's missing her son. She's been away from her son for all these years. Yeah. And but I love in that scene where the T1000 comes through like the metal bars, and Doctor yeah. Silberman, his cigarettes just like hanging out of his mouth. He's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, because. I like that she gets that validation too. We're like that guy, for, ooh, who by the way they brought back from the first movie. Yeah, Doctor Silverman. Fantastic, yeah, right? it's, he is in the first movie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And Sean, I would have not known that had I not watched the first movie a two weeks. Ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he is in the first movie. Well, yeah. and the, the wow. funny thing is, in the first one, he's like doing a psychological evaluation on Kyle Reese, if you can call it that. He's basically like, "This dude's fucking crazy. This is why it's like." But, but so the funny thing is the Terminator, when he comes into the police station, like Dr. Silberman is leaving, he, he like pauses to get something out of his pocket or something. And as his head is turned, Schwarzenegger walks in past him. And then Dr. Silberman walks out of the police station and leaves right before the Terminator just wrecks everybody. So, wow. (laughs) 
So he like narrowly Man. missed it the first time. <laughs> Man, he is in that movie. I, you should watch the first one again. You'll love it. You'll love it. I'm gonna watch the first one again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. When you see him back to back, it was it was it was fun. It was, it's neat. It's a much better. Yeah, story. that's that, 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 that's cool. That's but cool. Uh, yeah. I want to ask you guys. I feel like we could. I feel like we could keep talking for hours, and yeah. uh, and we're we're already running long. And this I is all. I'm stuff. I'm not gonna cut yeah, any right, of this. Yeah, right. I think it's exactly, like yeah. all good shit. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. But so was. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about the movie before we get into head cannons and kind of wrap up or? Oh, I love. Uh, oh, can I? Uh, yeah. Just go ahead. Again, yeah. I don't want to be too long after this, but it's fine. I, I, I I'm not under any time constraints, so you know. I, I love I love any movie where they are they're getting weapons, right? <laughs> like, yes. like There's nothing cooler than they go into Mexico and they and they freaking pull up. They, they uncover the bunker, yeah. right, in the sand. Yeah. And it's just like he's. There's just like all these cool weapons, and there's that. And, and Terminator One had that same thing in the gun store. Yeah. Right. Where mm-hmm. the, the best line ever is just like Schwarzenegger being like, "And I want like a photon, like laser yeah. Plas- plasma like, rifle." Like, what? <laughs> yeah, just, like, just, yeah. just what you in see, Terminator buddy. Terminator Two, though, it's even cooler. You got like freaking like what's it, like a chain gun? What do you call that? With like it's uh, like a, a rotary, ga- like a Gatling gun. Rotary gun. Gatling, yeah. Sorry, a rotary phone gun. <laughs> yeah, a Gatling gun. <laughs> And John Connors is like, yeah, it's you. You know, you look good. Yeah, yeah and he's and he smiles a little bit, or like he doesn't have any more emotion, but like he knows John's gonna enjoy this. Yeah. So he just looks over and he has the gun. And he smiles. He was like, yeah, so you. But like he's learning, yeah. like how to be more human. So he knows that's just gonna like make John like say something. So he just like yeah. smiles. You know. And I never noticed that shit growing up watching this movie. That like the Terminator's learning. Yeah, even what? though he's got the chip that tells him not to, like he's still like pulling down the, the visor to get the key. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, and he, I don't know, it's it's, it's cool. It's well, really and, cool. And I like I understand what they had to cut the movie for time for the theatrical yeah. release. I totally get it. But there's definitely like the scene where they take his chip out and reset him. Like there's a definite shift where he's showing more human emotions after that. And yeah. Yeah. Th- there's there's actually a scene where John Connor like tries to teach him to smile. Is that in the theatrical? Is that in the version you saw? No. Where he's like he's like trying to show teach the Terminator to smile, and Schwarzenegger is like he like does this horrendous <laughs> smile, and John Connor's like, no, forget, no, abs- don't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. See, I wish they would have added that chip scene in to all of them because like. When I'm watching it, when I was rewatching it, and then like I know why you cry, yeah. and he like touches John Connor's yeah, face, yeah. And, like would he really like? T- uh, it seems like pretty human, yeah. But I mean, it makes sense to me now, thinking of the chip thing, like yeah. Because yeah. there's like that two scenes, like when they first get Linda Hamilton and stuff, and then Linda Hamilton yells at John, and he goes, "Why are you crying?" And then he's just like, "Shut up!" And then when they're in the desert working on the car, he was just like, "Why do you cry?" Like he's learning, yeah. And yeah, and then John is just like, oh, I, you know, how... And he gives, like, the shittiest explanation it. ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you know, he's 10. Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, one one thing real quick I, I wanted to bring up, I, I and I just learned this at, before this podcast as I was looking into stuff. The the When it opens, the, the movie opens, much like the first one does with the the terminators like rolling over skulls and stuff right but then they they have the playground that's like burning and all the children's like playground equipment on fire 
there's a scene where there are a bunch of those like bouncy horses on springs that kids, you know, there's a scene where the camera like pans across four of those and they're all on fire. And apparently Jim Cameron refers to those as the four horsemen of the apocalypse. It's his. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. My favorite, uh, probably my favorite scene in that movie is towards the end where it's just Linda Hamilton and the T-1000 and she has the shotgun and she just wow and she's just like and she's she got one arm is like yeah, one arm is like not uh, like her arm is like injured and she's trying to shoot that gun yeah trying to kill him and she keeps going and there's no more bullets like yeah well dude and one like one more shell and she would have finished him off himself herself yeah. right she would like the terminator would have gotten up there and been like i'm here that oh you you're yeah, done right. up. oh you got okay is everything good <laughs> like yeah, yeah he's, he's like, he crawls under the conveyor belt he's like oh this is gonna look so cool <laughs> <laughs> he, he rolls up really like this. he rolls up he's like oh are you is you done already you got it? okay yeah, I guess oh, that's it now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay, man. He's embarrassed, so he's like, he wants to get it over with quicker. Yeah. They're he's like, like, I know why you cry. Because <laughs> he's because he's sad that they stole his thunder. That's why he wants to cry. <laughs> so I guess we won. <laughs> <laughs> Or he comes out, he's like, oh, you guys, you did it without me? You didn't wait? <laughs> you did it without me? So I didn't even have to do all this? I could have myself in my closet? Right. Like weeks ago? He's like, I had to un- He's like, I had to unimpale myself and reboot and like turn myself back on. I fucking get up here. You guys, you already, you don't even need me. It's like three months ago, I was sitting in my car with my mufflers plugged. <laughs> I was, I was trying to end it all. I was trying to end it all. Let's do it. And I got so much in it. Okay, Linda, Linda, lower me down. Next week, we're covering the 1986 John Carpenter film, Big Trouble in Little China. So be sure to check that out. And as always, you can follow us on social media, on Facebook at Danger Explosion Presents Headcanon, on Instagram at Pod, on Twitter at Horror Movie Pod, and you can always follow the subreddit r slash horror movie pod. I think it's, uh, I think we got to go into headcanons. I think it's, uh, it's not going to get any, right. no, no cleaner rap than that. Uh, <laughs> but do you guys, so one of you guys want to go first or I can go first. Doesn't matter to me. So my headcanon is, mine is, I've been thinking about it a lot. Okay. I think it's Dyson's wife. Dyson's wife. Okay. I liked her. I wish she was. Yeah. I liked her. Yeah. She's, she's, she was great. Yeah. Because she was just like, why are you doing this? And she, she was just like, oh, you know, what's going on? She rebuilds Cyberdyne. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. And use all the use all the machines to go after Linda Hamilton and John. As revenge for my, I like it. As revenge for killing Dice, uh, for having Dyson killed. Yeah, that's dope. I like yeah, it. But then they bring the Terminator back, and basically they uh, he's protecting them from her. Right. <laughs> yeah. But she's been slowly training her son, giving him <laughs> yes. like 
remote yes. control cars upgrading to drone technology. Right. Yes. Oh, and yeah. And him and John have, like, they're older, and him and John have, like, a battle. Yes. Stuff. He's in charge of the machines, and John has to fight against, uh, John has to fight against him. Yeah. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. Why yeah. didn't they do that? The, yeah. <laughs> you know, but idea. then her, her motivation should have been, like, uh, you know, he brought he brought home from Cyberdyne this like amazing Terminator penis, and now yeah. now all of a sudden it's gone. You know, <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Only Miles could use that. <laughs> yeah. That way. Well, they, they must have they must have thrown it in the lava with everything else, right? <laughs> He's like, there, there are only two more chips, one up here and one down here. <laughs> it's a tiny CPU. <laughs> It's a mini CPU. When Hamilton covers John's eyes. <laughs> and she don't look, don't lose it. She gets through it. Don't look, don't look. And he's just standing there and then just, like, everything is, like, destroyed on the Terminator's body except his penis. Right. And it's just, it's slowly, it's, like, slowly sinking into the lava, just fully erect. It's <laughs> I need you to do it for me. I even had two of my metallic ribs removed, and still I cannot. I still cannot reach. <laughs> I'm not that bendy. I use them to plug up my muffler. <laughs> <laughs> and the the T1000 is like I can do it, no problem, no problem at all. Yeah, he's like, look, he's like, look, man, watch, ten dicks, ten mouths, all at the same time. <laughs> it's just him sitting in a chair, and he's not bent over or anything. He's going, <laughs> it's That's why the Terminator wants to kill him. <laughs> yeah. He just, like, he's trying to kill John Connor, but I got to kill this asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not fair. I cannot do it. <laughs> it's not fair. I need to, I need to destroy him so I can take his technology and reassimilate. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> All right. Well, Brent, what's uh, what's your headcanon, Brent? Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> okay, maybe I could top. I don't know. Um, I've got the, like the T one thousand. He he falls he falls into the liquid metal, right? And if you remember right, he begins to transform into all the people that he killed. Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought it would be funny. If like suddenly like he turns into like the twins and 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 the stepmom or or foster mom yeah. and then it's like one after the other just like BDSM fetishists like BDSM fetishists like boom 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 right <laughs> the point it's like ball gag leather mask whip chains yeah, you know like, and this, like chains and like to the point where like, the camera like pans onto Linda and John and they're just like what the like, what, <laughs> what is, is what doing? what was he doing. <laughs> Like, yeah. What did he go to a thing? What seedy neighborhood underground like area was he like visiting like night after night? Yeah, they're like, no, not C D, B D S M. What's that? Did he go to a sex shop or he going to a neighborhood? Like No, that's 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 fun man, that's funny, but that that almost makes me think like as the T one thousands dying. It's almost like 
the lives of everyone he's killed, like their lives flash before his eyes before like, oh, yeah. as he's dying, you know, it's very, very weird. cool. <laughs> yeah. He's in, he, he lives around like, uh, the foster mom, just how shitty she was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then as he's dying, he sees the foster mom and he's just like, damn, she was a bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, you want, you want to hear my head cannon? Yes. Right. So, Corey, Corey, you got a headcanon for us to listen to? I do. I do. I do. Um, <laughs> uh, so my headcanon is back to what I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, which there are probably more Sarah Connors in L.A. than the three in the phone book. Right. And so in the first movie, the Terminator goes and kills the first one, kills the second one. And he's going after Sarah Connor. She's the last one in the phone book. My headcanon is. She's not even the right Sarah Connor. And he, they've been fucking with her for like 10 years. Me, meanwhile, there's this other Sarah Connor just like chilling in L.A. She had a son. She named him John. He's actually going to grow up to be the leader of the resistance. And this Sarah Connor is just like, she's just like stealing, like taking all the Terminator's time. Kind of yeah. un, unintentionally. Going on auditions. Go- like she's trying to make it. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And she's just like living her life. No idea that her son is going to grow up to be the John Connor. While this other woman is out here like fucking doing chin ups on bedposts and like shooting Miles Dyson, you know? <laughs> I know. And yeah, because John, they never like, so John sent the Terminator to go see uh, Sarah Connor. He didn't tell her where she was. Yeah. Like, you know, he just like, she's in LA, you know, and he had to go into a phone book to find her. Yeah. Like, Whoa. Yeah, so that's my. I've so, not heard a head cannon that spanned over a sequel before. <laughs> that's good. That's that means that like the original Terminator got it wrong. Yeah, and it was still going on. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good shit. <laughs> that's what I. Yeah, that's what I like to imagine. It's it's not even the right Sarah Connor. <laughs> it's not even the right Sarah Connor, right? No, all this trouble, all this trouble for for what? Right. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> She's not even the right one. Yeah. I know. She like knows all this knowledge about weapons and shit. <laughs> like there's like, no need. Yeah. <laughs> For nothing. <laughs> For nothing. <laughs> shit. All right. Well, we should we should get wrap we should wrap yeah. up here. It's getting late. Sean, is there anything you want to plug or social media you want to point people toward? Anything before we wrap yes, up here? Actually, um, last week I ended up um being a producer on. My buddy Emmanuel Carter, he has actually a Nickelodeon show called Noggin Nose. Okay. Um, nice. And he's the host of that. Um, he actually just shot a music video for This Is Halloween, like a music video, like a remix of the song. And I was one of the producers on that. So it's actually going to come yeah. out next week. Okay. Yeah. And then we were told that it might be up for a local Emmy. So nice. I, it's a, like people have been seeing it. They said so. Hopefully that takes off. So I ended up working on there and hopefully be doing more stuff with him. So, so okay. I'll let you. I'll let everybody know about it. Yeah. So, and what's what's that called? Uh, it's this is Halloween. Okay. So it's a remix of uh this is Halloween from Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. Right. And um yeah, it has like dancing, has like um uh ghosts and goblins and everything. So he kind of did like a little hip hop remix to it. And, um, yeah, so I was one of the producers on that, and uh, I was a PA on it, 
Yeah, a bunch of other cool stuff. So. Nice, dude. Nice. That sounds um, awesome. Well, so if I look, if I look up, this is Halloween, and then what else? Should I... uh, it's actually going to take me next week. Okay, next week. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Cool. Well, yeah. Thanks for coming on, Sean. Always, always a blast. And thanks for jumping in at the last minute to to of cover course, this movie. Man. And... Of course, anytime, guys. Yeah, it was like uh, really fun. So I, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yes, yes. Please, we gotta do it again. Yeah. Again and for again. Sure. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Please, please. I'm, I'm down yeah. for that. Awesome. All right, gentlemen. Well, you guys, you have a good night. Thanks again, Sean. And thank you, everyone at home. This has been Head Cannon.